Hey everybody, Colby here. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash nmvpod. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Well, hello there, and welcome back to this week's content edition of Never Made Varsity. My name is Maverick. You can find me on social media at heartbreak underscore underscore kid. My name is Aaron. Uh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Aaron P. Friedman. How many episodes have we done? At least 60. Well, yeah, but I don't know what else I was going to say. Sometimes I start a sentence and I don't know where it's going. Like you're ordering off me. And I just hope. That, Let me get a. I just hope that I, I just hope that I can find it somewhere cheaper. along the way. I'm Colby. Colby complains. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go Big Mouth first because Aaron's been watching it. Yeah, uh, I started watching Big Mouth. I'm seven episodes in, I think. It's really funny. It's really cringy, but I like it a lot. Also, who's your favorite Verla- character? Um, I don't know. I like the two main guys. I forget their names. Um, I'm not good with character names when I first start watching a show. One sec. I'm looking up the Typical. characters. Well, what? Okay, so I really like Andrew and I really like Nick. I think Nick's my favorite, but I like Andrew because he's Jewish. <laughs> I was about to ask if that's why you like. <laughs> that's why you like Andrew. I mean, yeah. It's all obviously a big perk. Also, Coach Steve is so funny. Oh man, wait till you get to season two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, especially the second half of season two with Steve. It is so, a wild time. <laughs> and just, uh, you probably have caught it. The same, he's the same one who voices Nick as well. Yeah, I'm looking that up right now. So Nick Kroll, Nick Kroll voices Nick, voices the John Hormone Lane. Monsters, voices Coach Steve, voices Lola. The twins haven't come up yet. Voices a bunch of the ghosts. John Mulaney voices Andrew Min- and Andrew, and the, that's the only one I know. Jesse Klein is Jesse. Do they intentionally use their own names? Is this like The Office? Occasionally, uh, Jenny, Sna- Jenny Slate voices a black girl, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> I love Missy's character. <laughs> I think Missy might be my favorite. I think Coach Steve might be one of my favorite characters because he just embodies it all about this whole thing. (laughs) Also, I like the ghost of Duke Ellington. Played by Jordan Peele? Yes. I saw one of my friends who was like, I didn't know that um, that Duke Ellington was a real person. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, this can't just be a musician thing, right? <laughs> Someone out there's like, didn't Duke Ellington play on the 2009 National Championship team? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Big Mouth is such a good show. Like I said, it's relatable. It is. That's what I was saying about Missy. Like, even though, like, if Missy was a boy, that is me. Yeah, the uh, Bar Mitzvah episode, Bat Mitzvah episode, a lot of that happened at various points <laughs> through my childhood. Also, the way that Maya Rudolph pronounces bubble band. Yeah, I guess I should say, not necessarily that a lot of it happened, but I could sympathize with a lot of it. Also, I like the way how Nick said Tallulah Levine throughout that one episode. I love how um, the female um, hormone monster says bubble bath. Yeah, Maya yeah. Rudolph, that's what I was getting at. Like, yeah, I really like her. I also, need... just the how Mons Pubis is used. <laughs> yeah. They, they really want to make sure they hammer in the educational parts of this show. I also yeah. like when they break the fourth wall. They do a good job at that. Oh, just wait. Uh, there's, uh, there's a new hormone monster in season two, and they have mm-hmm. a fourth wall moment. Oh, uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Good show, good show, good show. Um, y'all, River, please watch Riverdale. You're only a couple episodes behind. The most recent episode is so good. Like I might watch one tonight after good. we get off. Legitimately good. Without giving anything away, it was a flashback episode, and all the current, like, current children, quote-unquote children, played their parents but like in the past so Lily Reinhardt played um her mom in high school and KJ Appa finally got that orange crap out of his hair <laughs> Fred Andrews and Cole Sprouse was um FP yeah it was um it was interesting to see like KJ Appa do a Luke Perry impression <laughs> um, that he gave up on like after the first scene but it was it was a good episode and it was fun and I'm mad because we're probably never going to see it again. It was a good time. Um, but yeah. I, I think it's worth catching up on just for that episode. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, should we go ahead? Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and call it Audible now, because I want to keep the Disney Plus stuff together, if that's okay. Okay. So, this segment is brought to you by Audible. For you listeners of Never Made Varsity, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Uh, this week, I am recommending American Gods by Neil Gaiman through Audible. You can download it or another audiobook free for trying audible.com. To download your free audiobook to get today... Go to audibletrial.com slash nmvpod. audibletrial.com slash nmvpod for your free audiobook. Uh, Math, I believe that this one is yours, so I'll go ahead and let you take it. Let me pull up where I was for the content corner. Beer and Stone Cold. 
Oh, no. That was Aaron's thing, but he sent it to me and sent shockwaves to me. <laughs> so apparently Stone Cold is somewhat running for president. Really? Oh, God. I didn't know that part. And apparently he said he was going to lower beer prices. But also, he admitted that he does not drink beer anymore. Yeah, that was and the shock for me. Yoga. Have y'all heard of DDP? Yes. Also known as Diamond Dallas Page. He was a former wrestler in the WCW days in the early 90s. He eventually transitioned over to WWE when he purchased WCW. Um, and now he is successfully running a yoga program that a lot of the current wrestlers are actually taking up. Um, I think it's like a mixture of like hot yoga as well as aerobics. And it seems to be pretty revolutionary. He actually went on Chart Tank to present his um, business model. And so Stone Cold is saying like he's the most flexible he's ever been. Um, he has a lot more fluidity in his movement. And so he was someone who had his neck broken in the late 90s. Uh, due to a bad wrestling uh, movement as a pile driver and he's very much had limited mobility also in his knees and so it seems like it's something that's working out for him but also DDP is also someone that's just all about healthy food um, eating healthy being healthy, putting only healthy things in your body so I'm sure he probably had put something in Stone Cold's ear to get him to stop drinking beer And that's the bottom line, because DDP told Stone Cold so. <laughs> yeah. I was just shocked that Stone Cold's not drinking beer no more, because, I mean, that's Stone Cold's thing. What's he going to do when he gets in the ring now? Like, smash two sparkling waters, two lacrosse <laughs> against each other? <laughs> That's exactly what it's going to be. <laughs> oh, my God. But now I need to see that. <laughs> that would be really funny. Um, okay, so Disney, I, I don't know if they had a announcement for this or they this is just what they started saying their streaming service is going to be called Disney Plus um which you know I feel like someone had a bunch of ideas and then some executive was like just put a plus on it and then that was the end of that <laughs> uh so they have announced a lot of stuff but what was noteworthy this week is one Loki is getting his own show um, Tom Hiddleston is going to be playing Loki once again, um, reprising his role from the movies. What do y'all think of a another um, MCU connected show? Because so right now we have Agents of Shield, which I no longer watch because it's just too much stuff to watch. The four kind of two now net or five Netflix shows with. Luke Cage, Iron Fist, which were both canceled, uh, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and Defenders. They had Runaways on Hulu, Cloak and Dagger on uh, Freeform, and I believe this is the first show on the new streaming service. So, how do you feel about yet another thing you need to attract more with? I mean, I think it helps that Loki is one of the more beloved characters in the MCU. And so that's going to help it 
put it on its feet. And so it's, I think it's just up to the story group to make something that's resonating in terms of getting him even more support from fans. But, I mean, I think it... Because I'd watch a Loki show just because what I... Just in all the Avengers movies and also in the Thor movies. He's a very strong actor. He makes Loki... It's, it's, you know it's good when you make, he makes a quote-unquote evil character likable in a way. Yeah. Oh, uh, I... Yes. It, well, let's talk <laughs> about that. Let, no, let, let's talk about that because I, I feel like it's kind of easier to have a, a likable villain than... Or it's not as hard as it used to be because of tropes to have a likable villain anymore. Yeah. Because I, I feel like if I'm just throwing this out there with no proof whatsoever <laughs> to back it up, but like 70, 1979 on, Darth Vader on, like likable villains have kind of been like the thing. Which can be done very well. I would, I, I mean, I don't know enough to say it's been a thing since then, but it's obviously possible to do him very well. I think that Walter White is one of the best likable villains done ever, which is, it's a separate conversation on whether or not he's likable and whether or not he's the villain. I don't think he's likable. I do think he's, by the end of the show, villain. But well, we yeah, I was going to say, he's, he's, a, he's a sympathetic villain where you're still kind of rooting for him. That there are some differences into like what it, the differences between someone who's just evil and also an anti-hero. Whereas I would consider like Walter White, at least until the very end, like a, somewhat of an anti-hero. Whereas I, at least Loki, I mean he has he's had good moments, but overall, just on the evil side. I, I think Loki has gone from villain to anti-hero. I think. From Thor 1, he starts as villain through Avengers and Thor 2. He kind of goes anti-hero. I mean, spoiler alert for Infinity War, like we haven't talked about it 1,500 times. Um, he kind of has his hero moment um, at the beginning of Infinity War. Um, that's why I think he's actually dead. And I'm actually not sure when this story takes place. I assume it's a prequel. Um... But yeah, so I, I I would call him an anti-hero to a a hero that that's a little shifty. Good Lord, Zeke just jumped over somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that coming. Um, I think he's a, he's a little bit of a hero now. I am interested to see how many movie characters are going to be in this show. I'm just I'm interested to see what kind of arc they'll make that act that makes it people want to tune in just from his perspective specifically I'm just not sure but low key it's going to be a pretty good show I think uh, come on yeah. come on now no one's going to acknowledge it what y'all missed my pun Oh, Loki gonna be a great show. Ha, 
Ha. Ha. Hopefully ha, some of our fans call. Ha. I... <laughs> if there are people from the movies, this will be the first time since, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. that we get, like, regular occurrences. At least I haven't watched Runaways, so I don't think there are any regular occurrences from characters in Runaways. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, stars Colton, so he's in there, and then you get, uh, Lady Sith from the Thor movies in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., too, for a little bit, but, um, (laughs) even though she disappeared in Thor Ragnarok, which is kind of funny. But, uh, yeah. I, I'm interested to see what the direction in which this goes for the, for the MCU TV-verse. So, yeah. Loki show coming. And then we got a butt-ton of Star Wars news, which I'm sure Mav is leaking somewhere to talk about. So, let's go ahead and yeah, not that they already have enough content coming out for the Star Wars. They're really starting to milk the cow now. In addition to the animated Resistance show that's currently out, they have The Mandalorian coming out, which is the John Favreau live-action series, and they just announced a, a second live-action series that's somewhat similar to what I think the Loki series is, and this will be covering uh, Cassian Endor. Um, those of you remembering the... the somewhat of the main character from Rogue One um, that was with Jim Erso. And so sort of covering his efforts pre-Rogue One um, starting the rebellion. So, and the way that I say it's similar, it's taking a small thread of relatability and familiarity and sort of running with it and creating another narrative using just a small bit of tidbit of information that the viewer can like attach to. Because just using the name recognition like Loki or Cassian Andor. They're like, hey, I know that person. So they already have somewhat of an attachment to them. So I, I like the same thing. I'm interested in the storyline they're going to make. He's still not... I didn't think he was the most compelling character, but they could end up telling more stories about the Rebellion. Like, I would like to see um, from Han Solo, um, the so-called villain of Han Solo, um, Shame on me. Oh, while, while you're trying to think of a name, I think there are definitely stories to be told um, in that period of time between um, episodes three and four, where you can where you can tell stories and be able to tell compelling stories without an obvious outcome because it's a big it's a big universe out there. It's a big <laughs> galaxy. Like, this, the war wasn't just taking place within, you know, three families like the movies would, like the, like, big movie would like you to believe. So, <laughs> I, I want to see, like, these smaller, more intimate stories. Um, and Infus I Nest like, is who I was speaking of. Yes. That is, so, because that is they sowed the seeds of the rebellion in Han Solo, speaking out how she was one of the founding members of the Rebellion who's kind of started it all. And somehow if those two characters sort of ran into each other, I think that could help tie the narrative together and hopefully connect the dots in a little way. And that it's those kind of payoffs that I think 
really caters to the star, like to the hardcore fan base, is when you connect those dots and makes everything seem like it's connected. And it can still be done while being in a smaller narrative, while also expanding the universe. Yeah, I okay. So all this being said, we have Loki show coming. We have two Disney shows coming. We have, and they're going to. There is something with the animation, animated stuff coming. Also, isn't there, Matt? Say that again. Or am I making something? Or am I imagining that something with the um, animated shows? Well, there's one that's already out. It was the Resistance show. It was, but it was not as pubbed as much. But it's more animated. It's more kid friendly. Like it's covering Poe Dameron, um, Oscar Isaac's as Poe Dameron, and then it's more around um, like the Black Squadron and the Resistance fighters between seven and eight. Gotcha. So, all that being said, we have Loki show coming. We have a bunch of Star Wars stuff coming. And I'm assuming we're going to get a lot of original programming. That's been, or at least like Disney original programming along with some freeform stuff. Are you going to get Disney Plus? I'm going to let some early reviews come in on stuff like The Mandalorian and everything. If I, heard, if I hear that it's fire, I'll at least get that trial. <laughs> I got two emails. I can get two months. Got two phones. I am not going to. I do not consume enough content to make this a worthwhile purchase. Now, I do remember there was an article that we've talked about on the podcast that said they are going to bundle there will be a bundle package with Disney Plus that includes Hulu and ESPN Plus in there as well. Interesting. So, does that change your mind? Is ESPN Plus not like watch ESPN, just be the plus version. Wait, isn't the plus version better than watch ESPN? No, the plus version only has like the um the mid to low major conferences, like all of those games, as well as like ESPN original programming, like detail. But there and are some things that like like I have watched ESPN because we have direct TV at home. And there was a game, a field hockey game of ours that I couldn't get because it was only on ESPN Plus. But it doesn't. ESPN Plus does not include Watch ESPN. But Watch ESPN doesn't include ESPN Plus. Watch ESPN Plus you can is independent from Watch ESPN. So okay, but so like oh, so ESPN, but ESPN Plus won't get you the major things. Right. Yes. Okay. There you go. I mean. If it's, it depends how much that bundle is. Because, like, to be honest, the way things are right now, I would just pay for Netflix. I have to imagine it will be about $12. For the for three ESPN of them? Plus and Hulu and ESPN Plus. And how, mu- Plus Hulu. how much is Netflix? Is it 12 or is it 8 They just raised the prices. I think it's $9. I want to say it's $9.99. Yeah, I think it's $9. Yeah, I feel $9. like... I don't know. I mean, to get both of them, that and that's what twenty two dollars. I don't consume enough content a month to make that worthwhile. Like I'm very much able to just make do with what's on Netflix. Yeah, 
but I also am not as into consuming content as y'all are. Fair. <laughs> like, granted, I- Megan and I have a bad habit of starting a new TV show and then starting a TV show three days later, but... I can start one show and that be all I watch for a while, other than like going back to the office. I'm not going to watch six shows at once. I can see myself watching it. I can see myself like getting the service and enjoying it, especially if it bundles all those things. Also, because like where I work, all of those games are on ESPN Plus, so it would be nice to watch those. But, um, yeah. Anything else this week? Anything else about Disney Plus or the Star Wars shows or Loki? A little bit of a shorter episode, I feel, but you know, yeah, it's fine. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm hungry. Well, I guess that means it's time to go. <laughs> so, if you want to find us, you can do that at tinyurl.com/slash/nevermadevarsity. Leave us a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. Uh, anything else? And you're really just a jerk. Uh, anything you liked or didn't like, be sure to let us know via our Twitter at NeverMadePod. Thank you for to Audible for sponsoring the show. Free 30 day trial. Go to audible.com/slash/nmbpod. Thank you to David Cutter for the music. And we will see y'all next week. Bye. See ya. Bye.